Hello and welcome to episode 44 of One Sporting Way. My name is Riley Clark, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Remy. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Hey, Riley. Uh, I'm doing really well. I think that we were both just saying right before we started recording how good of a weekend this was. And yeah. Oh, it's been fantastic. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just like the weather is perfect and in the 70s in Kansas City. And I think it's just easier to like see the little things and like have like little moments of joy when you just have really nice weather. Oh, I totally agree. Went to a baby shower yesterday for one of my closest friends. I actually just got back. We're recording now on Sunday. I just saw Hamilton with my sister. Whoop, whoop. Oh, it was awesome. And it took all of my inner strength and self-restraint not to just burst out in song with all of them. Great job. Way to have some good theater <laughs> etiquette. Yeah, it was so it was so cool. I had never been to like a live production like that before with professional actors and singers. So it was just like really surreal. And I felt like I walked into Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. It's crazy going and seeing live theater. Robin has always been a big theater head. Her mom took her to shows all the time and she was in them. Going and watching live theater is so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember like my brother and sister were in theater. It was always cool, like seeing them in high school. And speaking of my sister, uh, she had probably the best weekend last week that she's ever had. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Um, so my sister was honored as the Blue KC Samaritan for the month of March. That initiative honors like teachers or students who are doing really, really cool things in their classroom. And I nominated her and my dad nominated her and she was actually selected. So in the Seattle game, the home game, we got to like go on the field and like have this super cool VIP experience. And the best part of all, we like be all became friends with Matt Beasler. That's I love that. I've that is just a surreal experience to hear. Yeah, it was. I'm like, honestly, my family is still talking about it in our family group message. We just think it's the coolest thing. And my sister was just interviewed like on the radio by Navy oh, wow. Katie. Oh, my gosh. It was just the coolest experience. Boarding just like super took care of us. We felt really special the whole night. And that initiative is just so cool because teachers deserve like way more than they get from their jobs, in my opinion. Now, is she the first Blue Samaritan? Uh, for this season, yes. For this season, okay. And I'm impressed that you weren't just fangirling, like just speechless next to Matt Beasler the whole time. That's what I would be doing. You know, the funny thing is I actually met him in high school. I don't have a picture because I they were doing a signing at like a local sports uh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. or something. So I have his autograph, but I didn't get a picture with him. But one of the first things I said to him was... I have to just tell you how cool it was to see that photo of you standing over Cristiano Ronaldo during the World Cup <laughs> when he, and he said, yes. like, <laughs> Ronaldo just pouting on the ground like a baby and you just standing over him like the coolest person ever. And he was like, you know, I'm pretty sure I have that framed like somewhere in my basement. And I'm like, yeah. yes. He should just have it painted on his ceiling like the Sistine Chapel. On the side of his house, probably. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I did. I was like, I, I would regret it if I didn't tell him how cool that moment was for me. And so a little bit of the fangirl came out, but I, I tried to keep it cool because I wanted to talk to him about like his career and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. What are you yeah. drinking to celebrate that with the podcast? So I'm drinking another Vista Bay, different flavor this week. Okay. It is the natural lime flavor. And I also have a lemon-lime Gatorade sitting next to me. Mm, gotta hydrate. Make mm -hmm. sure you're not gonna be hungover from that one Vista Bay. 
I know. What's the percentage on this? 5%. But honestly, you never know with me. So. Fair. How is it? It's it's a little like tart. It's almost right. like it hits you right away. You know how some drinks you just get a weird aftertaste or like a yeah. different aftertaste? This one just hits you right out of the park. Okay. I like. I love that you like those because Rob and I are not big fans of the Vista Bays, but I'm glad that someone out there is enjoying them. Yeah, I, I'm not like, obviously beer is my drink of choice, but I think with the weather being nicer, I'm like, yes, seltzer weather, you know? Oh yeah, it's coming. Yes. But Riley, tell me about your life and what you're drinking. Uh, we're doing well. So this week was Robin's birthday. And so we celebrated that on Thursday. We went out and got dinner with our best friends at this um, uh, Thai place in down in the, uh, down in the river market. I feel like I've ever been there before. But we went down, had great food. Me and Robin got some drinks at this place called Tribe. And then we went to this place, I think it's called Ironworks. It's basically in Northtown. It's a bunch of shipping containers. And there's like a plant store and a boutique. But then they have like a tiki bar. And apparently they do live music all the time. It was very cool. It was definitely a vibe that okay. I was into. Uh, but then into the weekend, we just kind of had a chill weekend. We've had some friends over for dinner. We went and bought a bunch of plants because every year... For Robin's birthday, we get her a bunch of plants. And so not only am I in on that, because we've done it now, I think this is year four we've done this, um, but also like my family and her family are in on it too. So basically she gets a bunch of Lowe's gift cards or cash or something that's all like, go buy plants. So yesterday, Robin was basically outside all afternoon planting plants. And we discovered, so you know how Remy and I, I'm sure, because we all have this, you know, your social battery, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robin's has a social battery and it, it can run out pretty quick sometimes. And I am like charged up by social time. So like if I'm at a, a party, like I usually I very rarely want to leave because I'm just like, yeah, I got all these people around having a good time. Uh -huh. But what I've discovered is that I have a shopping battery. Because oh, Robin is always like, you're the biggest bummer to ever go shopping with. And I'm like, I know because one, I don't like spending money. And secondly, it's just a lot of time that I feel is wasted because I'm like, no, we came here for one thing. So uh -huh. yesterday it was funny because we finally were able to put that to words because we were, I mean, we were out shopping for plants for like three hours out there. We went to family tree and mission and it was great. Like it's a wonderful nursery. Go and support them. They're fantastic there. But we, it was just very funny because. We're on our way back and we're like, oh, we need to go to Lowe's to get this thing real quick. And I just like slumped my shoulders like, <laughs> oh, my battery's gone. Yeah. But outside of that, it's been great. We're eating our wedding cake tonight as like the final celebration of Robin's birthday weekend. I like so. it because I was like, your anniversary is in January. So what's the April vibe? Yes. Well, the reason is our wedding cake is like very dense cake. And that's the kind of cake that Robin really likes. And it's almond cake with buttercream frosting. And the place we get it from closed down while we were in South Carolina. And so this year for anniversary, I was like, just let me take a crack at it. See if I can make it because we, we're not going to buy it anywhere. It's going to be super expensive. And <laughs> I made it and it went super well. So now I just make the cake. And so she gets it. We get it on our anniversary and then Robin always wants it for her birthday. But I today, uh, we went out to another shop. I'm just giving a shout out to all the local businesses. Go to Bubbles in North KC. It's a great liquor store. It's a great vibe. I am drinking a Sam Adams cherry wheat. Which is a very, it's a very cherry on the front end, very much so. And I absolutely love this. We we got it yesterday because we were like, it's beautiful outside. Let's get some beer. And it was delicious. Now I'm drinking it today on the pot. 
Well, you'll have to bring me one for uh, the next time we tailgate because you know how much I like fruity beers. Well, for anyone out there, no, we're going to the game this weekend. So we will be at the Colorado game tailgating. So come hit us up. Send us a message yeah. on Instagram. We'd love to tell a, you where we're at. We got to get a banner going. <laughs> it's probably uh, like on the side of our cars or something. We need a specialty flag for us. We need one of those like really wavy plastic guys, but it's just <sighs> dressed up as you and me. Wacky, wavy, inflatable. And that way people can like flock to us and we can make really good friends with sporting fans. They know where to go. Well, this intro has gone extremely long today. (laughs) So let's jump into the game. So we had two games since last time. We had a 4-1 loss uh, to Seattle at home. And then we had a nil-nil draw at Philadelphia. I mean, the highlight, I think, for all of us for the Seattle game, especially if you were there, was getting to see Remy's sister honored uh, on the field. I know that was probably the highlight for you, Remy. Yeah, thank goodness all of the really good stuff from that Saturday game outweighed the 4-1 loss. Because if I was watching at home, just like a regular game, I would have been so annoyed, so upset, and, you know, probably like pulling my hair out of my head. But, you know, honestly, thank goodness that all of the good outweighed the bad on that from someone who was really? watching it at yeah, home. Tell me your thoughts as someone who like was not able to experience all that cool stuff. So it was a really, really rough game to watch. I think it was a pinnacle of a lot of issues we've had with this team that we've known about. A lot about our back line being inconsistent. Um, and, I mean, we got a goal, which was great. We, we started, uh, we got, again, another goal on our campaign. I mean, it's nice to see someone scoring. But to watch Jordan Morris score four goals in Children's Mercy Park was just hard. Which is now a record for the Seattle club, which is annoying because we don't want to give them records. No, we don't. So, I mean, overall, it it was a really, really hard game to watch. But I think what I got out of it and what it turns out, and we're going to read from an article here in just a second, because it was that pinnacle, I think this is going to be a turning point for our team. And what a lot of people don't like to recognize that you got to hit rock bottom first sometimes. And I think that game was rock bottom for our team. Yeah. Unfortunately, you and I definitely thought that rock bottom was last season. And, you know, I don't think anyone had on their bingo card no wins after this many games now for sporting. Nope. Did not have that on my card. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wish you could have felt the atmosphere after we got that first goal in like the sixth or seventh minute because it was like the whole stadium just had this like collective sigh of relief. Yeah. You know, this is the moment. Yeah. We scored so fast. We had the momentum instantly. And I was like, just kind of thinking, oh, like we're fine now. And then obviously that wasn't the case. Not quite. And, And here's the thing. What I got out of, again, like I got out of that game, and it was fun seeing Willie again get on the board in a very good goal, especially in the fifth minute, right? Like, kicking it off hard. We're going to get this. There was an interview after the game with Peter Vermees that I think kind of encompasses what everyone was thinking about this game. So I'm, I'm reading directly from Peter Vermees. It says, this. I'm reading from Fox 4KC here. Um, after the match, SKC manager Peter Vermees voiced his frustration. Quote, I'm more pissed off than anything else. I'm pissed. Very naive mistakes. I think our back line was poor tonight, and that's the part that really pisses me off. So I have to deal with that. And I'm also very interested in getting all the other guys back because some people need to see the game from a different place. 
That gave me chills. <laughs> right? It's it's you can you can sense how mad he is. And as a coach, and, and for those of you that can kind of read between the lines a little bit, when he says that people need to see the game from a different place, he's saying that he needs to bench people. Mm-hmm. But the problem right now, and we've talked about this because so many people have been on injury, you can't bench players because you have no one to replace them with. Right. The majority of our injured players right now are all defenders as well. Yeah. So, and this, it, it kind of speaks to after this game, and this is something I wanted Remy and you and I to kind of battle back, not battle back, kind of bat back and forth a little bit. There was an unbelievable amount of negativity after this game to the level of, I was, and of course it's the internet, so take it all with a grain of salt, right? People literally like jumping ship. I mean, like, I'm done, sporting sucks, I'm going to St. Louis. Yeah, I try not to look at the comments on social media after a loss. Um, I did after this game just to see what was going on. And it was, I mean, I I feel like a lot of times, like, the the true fans are like, dang, this sucks, we'll get them next time, we believe in you. And then, Mm -hmm. like, there was 0% of that. There was no hopeful comments on there. I mean, you and I definitely try to be hopeful, right? Yeah. And. I think seeing this comment from Peter, because we've talked like Peter's got to make some changes, right? And to I'm just going to speak very directly here to the people who want Peter Vermees fired. That is a terrible choice. As someone who has spent the better part of a decade watching this team very closely, that is a that's not a good option. Could we go out and get someone else? Yeah, but Peter is an absolute legend. What he has done has worked in the past. We've won a U.S. Open Cup. We've won an MLS Cup. Remy, I don't, I don't know what you're thinking about this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it. I mean, it clear it won't be solved. Like this whole terrible situation won't be solved by just firing one person. I mean, no. Peter's not the owner. Peter's not the one running on the field. He's not the only one recruiting players. I, I, I am just really at a loss, and I. I feel like usually I can attribute different stuff to like a particular instance in some cases. Uh-huh. And we have been saying that it's our back line. It's our back line. It's our back line. It's not only our back line that is messing up. And it's not just the injuries either because we've had really good players stay on the pitch and we still lose. I don't, I don't think Peter leaving right now is the answer Something definitely has to change. I think you're right that this like had to be a turning point. And, you Wasn't know, it? we did kind of see that in the Philadelphia game. Oh, here's the thing. Philadelphia, nil-nil draw. So we're going to move on to that game because I kind of want to leave this in the past because I truly think this is a turning point. So if you look at your roster, you're starting 11 from S- from Philadelphia and Seattle. First off, you add Tim Melia back in, which where... I don't know where, where he's been. Where was Tim? Where but was he's Tim? back? And he did awesome. I was so stressed watching this game on TV because he was like diving. He was so fast. He was rocketing out and like stretching his body to get these impossible saves. And I was just like, no, Tim, be careful. <laughs> don't hurt yourself, please. But here are your changes, right? You get Johnny back. So you have Johnny, Willie, and Daniel up top. All you have starting. Our, all starting. That's our starting lineup from the last 10 games of last season in the upper in the front three. Great. We were fantastic at the end of last season. Your midfield, you take uh you leave Tomei out there, who's been playing great. 
Roger moves to the bench. You bring out Radoja, which we've been saying that Roger needs to become not a 90-minute player, right? Now, he had to come in early because Radoja went out with an injury. I have not heard what's up with him yet. Ben Sweat and Fontas find themselves not in the game. Yeah. For uh, Philadelphia, they both are, they're both on the bench. Well, Sweat was out because he got a a red during the Seattle game. Yes. So, and we held the runners up to the, to the MLS Cup last season to zero goals in their home stadium. And I liked it. No, I'm, I'm head over, like, there, there's something in, like, I, I use it in, in teaching a lot where you can just, like, force someone to get the answer. Or if they learn that lesson, they're going to be changed forever as opposed to just being like, oh, yeah, I just tried to fix the problem. I think the Seattle game was the turning point for Peter of saying, I have to start playing different people. And I'm surprised it took that long. But again, you have to give the benefit of the doubt to him of like, it's a new season. We're still trying to figure out starters. But that first half, I think we looked better than we did this entire season for those first, like, even like first 30 minutes. We were dangerous on corners and set pieces, which I hadn't seen all season. We had really nice goal attempts. Like Willie had a header on target. It was so close to going in. Um, Zussi even was making runs and like had some shot attempts from the the right side and like was slide tackling. Like I I had like no notes, <laughs> no notes on any of that. It was we, just like really we nice. Looked to like see. a new team. It, it looked like how we have been before last year. You know, like the- like very significantly strong. And for anyone that's like, whatever, Philadelphia had a 13-game home winning streak, not win, not lost, like winning streak. So Unheard to of. To, to hold them to no goals. And Allen gets in. He gets his first uh, appearance since 2021. I may have shed a tear. It was just a beautiful moment. <laughs> he looked unbelievably just like appreciative that he was even out there. Oh my gosh, it was just like you could breathe. It was like this was supposed to be our starting lineup all along. Mm-hmm. And it's been like a long time. Like he is our best player in my opinion. And we we just haven't had him consistently. Yeah. Oh, but man, I think if he stays healthy, I mean, God, let's not, I'm going to knock on wood here. If we can stay healthy with our guys coming back, I mean, we're, I, I expect a turnaround for this team. I do. And I, I mean, that's just us, right? We're hopeful people. Yeah. I And I think like the mental game plays a little bit of a part too. I remember Veloder had like a huge block. It was probably like in the 80th minute. Tim was right there, but he might not have gotten it. And Veloder just blocked the shot. And I remember like seeing Tim like pat him on the back after. And we just need that kind of camaraderie right now. Yeah. And you see it. I mean, you see it in the Seattle game because I mean, who uh, Ben Sweat got himself a red card. Yeah, that like, was no bueno. Like, there, there's a lot of frustration, and I think this is the first game where they kind of settled in very well, and I was happy with it. So I'm I'm seeing nothing in the Philadelphia game. I'm seeing green flags everywhere. I'm Yeah, I'm seeing some yellow and green flags because we definitely dominated, and I think we really need to get Daniel the ball more and Johnny. There was one time Johnny had it on the right side, and I was like, he's going to cut it back and score like he always does. And so I think, you know, like just that last – that last finish just you know and then it would have been about perfect yeah and that's just getting his legs back. yep so 
All right. Well, folks, we are going to take a short break and then we will be right back with KC Current News and Name That Player. All right. We are back with uh, KC Current News, but first we're going to do Name That Player. And also just quick notes. We got two games coming up because I forgot to mention them before the break, Remy. Awesome. We've got uh, Colorado Rapids at Children's Mercy Park April 8th, where Remy and I will both be there. And then we have a game at San Jose Earthquakes on April 15th. Now, Remy, are you ready to try and name that player? Yes, I'm so ready. All right. First clue, I'm going to give you uh, two clues to start off. This is a one of our homegrown defenders, and this player is 20 years old. Caden Pierre. Nailed it right off the bat. Yes. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I also met Caden Pierre at the oh heck yeah the Seattle game. Yeah, because he's That's also awesome. he's also like going to be an ambassador for the Blue KC Sporting Samaritan program. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, for everyone out, the other two clues: he's got three USAU twenty appearances, and this season he's played a whopping five minutes before getting injured because he has a bum hamstring. He does. We've got a lot of bum hamstrings. I know. I was kind of like, is that a guy thing in soccer? Because in girls soccer, like most of the injuries are either concussions or knees. Oh. But maybe hamstring is more of like a guy, a dude injury. I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. All right. Well, Remy, what's going on with Casey Current right now? Well, we're not doing too hot. Similar to sporting. They did just start their season, so they've only had one away game. And one home game. So, you know, not much to report on there. I have not been able to watch the games because I don't have the streaming service. Yeah, it is it is a real bummer that all of their stuff is on Paramount+. Plus. I just like if they want to grow, they need to figure out a contract with an easily accessible streaming service or cable or a local channel. Because here's the thing. MLS go into Apple TV. Am I upset that they're not on local anymore? Yes. But Apple TV is something I actually want and use. Yeah. As opposed to Paramount Plus, I don't want Paramount Plus. There's nothing on there that interests me. Yeah. I mean, um, they did they did break their attendance record at home. They held over 11,000. Oh, fantastic. So Which that was really cool. Is the capacity for the uh, stadium going up on the river. It's 11, oh, 000. okay. I was wondering about that. I'm like, because they're still at Children's Mercy, but that's actually really cool. Yeah, so they would have sold out their their soon to be stadium. I watch it as I drive. If I take, um, if I go through downtown on my way to work, I see the construction, and they finally they've put concrete stairs in, and they've started putting all the piping for like restrooms and restaurants and stuff. It's gonna be cool. And oh, there's I'm a so beer excited. garden going in just down the walkway from it. I love both of those things, beer and gardens. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, but as Remy said, so we've lost two games. Um, CeCe Kaiser did get her start her campaign. She did get a goal, um, which is good for that. But if I'm remembering right, we also were kind of in a similar situation to sporting where there's quite a bit of injuries going on for uh, for Casey Current right now. Oh, yeah. And their first game, like their injury report list was so long. I think they had nine players out, not even questionable. And that that is a lot before the season even starts. Like, I feel like they had to lower their font size on their injury <laughs> report because there were so many they had to fit on the graphic. It is. And that's just always a bummer. Like, you want to have your players there, but it's just hard to do sometimes when you're just, you're injured. So... 
Well, we are hopeful people here. So we got three games in the next two weeks. We are at the Chicago Red Stars, at the Houston Dash, and then the Orlando Pride on Sunday, April 23rd at Children's Mercy Park. Hopefully that goes well. Yeah, we're going to have to tailgate one of the KC Current games soon, too. Oh, for sure. Before it gets, like, the underworld hot in Kansas City. Yeah, but that's you just drink more beer at that point. Amen. And water. And water. Well, there's water in beer, I'm pretty sure. That is a dangerous argument. So, (laughs) anyway. The the (laughs) argument college me used to make, that's for sure. (laughs) Hey, everybody, drink responsibly. Make sure you hydrate. Do you ever feel like the, you know, like Coors Light or Bud Light commercials where they're like, oh, yeah, look how much fun you can have drinking all this beer. And then at the very end, they're like, and please drink responsibly. I know, or else they'll get like sued or something. Yes. I'm like, well, Coors, I know you want me to buy a lot of beer and to drink a lot of beer. I can't do it responsibly in short periods of time. Yeah. Now, I we are both proponents of guys don't. Don't get hammered. Just have some beers. Have fun with people. Yeah, because it's not fun when you go watch a game and you can't even focus. I will say, as I've gotten older, like I've been, like I went to a Chiefs game with my family and like halfway through, because like I I wasn't buying the drinks, I was like, yeah. And I was like, I was, I was decently intoxicated and I was like, oh, I can't even focus on the game. Like I want to watch, I want to watch the game. Well, I think we're also like sports fans because so yes. we appreciate the art of the sport. That's true. Is that Robin out of your window? Um, hey, it is my wife outside. Hey, just of the saw window. your wife. She's uh, <laughs> hanging a trellis. Oh, I was she gonna is. say she's hanging with her plants. She is. She's gonna hang her trellis. She bought one. Oh, well, shout birthday. out to Robin! Happy late birthday. Oh, she's great. From she's one my sporting way. Uh, well, quick other bits of news. Um, SKC player Kaylee Avery earns his first start for Trinidad and Tobago. He's one of our academy, so he is a Ooh. youngin getting some international starts already. Maybe he'll is... get moved up to the first team. Oh, that would be fantastic. That's cool. And just for people out there who read the Blue Testament, they are now called the KC Soccer Journal. Rebranding. Yes, which we will never do. We love One Sporting Way. And fun fact, if you didn't know, One Sporting Way is our name because that's the street that Children's Mercy Park is on. I don't know if we've ever talked about the origin of the name. Yeah, that could have been a fun fact. Honestly, I just kind of hoped that uh, you can't copyright a street. Yeah, so ours (laughs) is the number one and they spell it out. Oh, you. Oh, oh, I can't even spell the. I can't even spell one. O-N-E. I don't know. If Sporting wants us to change their if we're that big, just make us an affiliate. We'll just hang out with you guys. We do say we are fan run, so. Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about the world of legality. If Bases someone were to- covered. <laughs> yeah. Hey, besides that, Remy, where can people find us? You can come hang out with us, Riley and I, on Instagram. We post all of the episodes after they come out. We also post, you know, anytime we're going to go to the games- Uh, You can see, like, some fun pictures of me and Matt Beasler. Uh, If you want to send in any questions you want us to answer on the pod or just send a comment or happy thought, you can do that if you email us at onesportingwaypod at gmail.com. Fantastic. As always, to everyone out there listening, thank you so much. Uh, The best ways you can support us, you can like and subscribe. You can drop us a review on Spotify. You can drop us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anything 
helps us out, especially telling your friends to listen in. If they like Sporting KC or want to drink a beer while listening to a podcast, tell them to tune in to us. And we would love to to have anyone and everyone here. Um, I know I've actually, so I post on Reddit is where I post our links. I mean, I haven't told you this. There are like three or four people who are constantly commenting on my Reddit posts Aww. for the episode. Like somebody I was like, eh, I, someone who listened to the podcast mentioned that they're like, actually, it's not true because I, I guess we mentioned that we are always such a bad defense. And they went into a very in-depth, like, we have not always had a bad defense. Think back to our MLS and our U.S. Open Cups. And I was like, in my head, I, I never responded. But I was like, yeah, I know he's, he's, he's right. No, we when haven't we have always. Aurelian Colin and Matt Beasler and Zussi yes. are, are just very solid. Yeah. So shout out to uh, that user on Reddit. I'm sorry I never responded, but like shout out to you because th- you're right. And that's why we are just a couple of amateurs. Just we do. We do say thing. that up front. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, Remy, thank you for podcasting with me. As always, this is fantastic. Um, and for anyone else that wants to listen in, you can always catch us right down here at One Sporting Way. <laughs>